Now it's time for Youper Wisdom. My name is Kim Key. I have been in the healing arts for 40 years. If you happen upon this, know that it's meant to be. Today we're going to talk about inner peace and some inner work to do to help us get to that place of calm. We welcome all of you that are listening and trust that you're listening for a reason. Let's get into it. So inner peace is such a cloak word, right? And what does that mean? So when we were thinking about this podcast, we were thinking about just taking a few minutes and feeling that word peace. It's overused and we like to take it a little bit deeper than that. So asking ourselves individually why we want it, when we feel it, and kind of take an evaluation, identify what it means to have inner peace inside of ourselves. So part of the unraveling of that is the opposite, which is the contrast to inner peace, which is inner conflict or inner turmoil. And as I was thinking about this, I realized that, you know, our bodies, they speak in images and they speak in imagery. So some of that inner conflict that we feel is like turbulence or we even say we're in a whirlwind or we feel a little bumpy. So those images, first of all, to define yourself, what you're feeling, and if you're feeling any of those, that's not really the inner peace, that's the inner conflict. So the first big step to do is to identify how you're feeling and what you're thinking, and then separate that and remove yourself from those thoughts and feelings into that higher pure consciousness that you are. And the way that I can give you an example of that is, you know, when you're out in the woods and your mind settles, and we've talked about this in other podcasts, how important it is to discipline that mind a little bit. But when that mind drops away, there is a natural inner peace that happens, a natural way of being, which is what the trees feel and the plants and most of the animals. There's just this inner calm and inner peace that they live. And so part of that is all around us all the time in nature. If you go out and look at the stars at night, there's a peace. If you look at the moon, there's a peace there, the clouds in the sky. So the imagery really helps us get to a place where we even understand when we're in inner conflict or when we're in inner peace. You really can find this extraordinary peace in nature when you when you go out there. Um, my major thing, and it's probably because I'm a Pisces, <laughs> um, is water. I don't know what it is, 
but the sound of a waterfall, the beauty of a clear, crystal clear lake, the sound of the ocean, those to me, it's it's like this like little detector in my brain of like, oh, that's what I need to hear right now. And it's so interesting because when up here in the Upper Peninsula, if anyone is having a rough time or uh, somebody is feeling anxious or nervous or grieving, we all say, go to the lake, go to the lake. For the listeners out there who are not aware or don't really know much about the Upper Peninsula, it is right, especially where Kim Key lives, it's in Marquette, which is right by Lake Superior, aka Lady Superior. And there is something, I always tell people about this, there is something so special about Lady Superior. It's yes. different than all the other lakes. There is something just like intriguing, um, spiritual. Um, it is, it's just one of those places that you just can find that peace. Right. It's, uh, it's powerful in its own right. And it's, uh, really strong energy here. In fact, in all the Great Lakes, you know, up, up in Michigan, Wisconsin, and all around, these lakes are very, very powerful, most powerful water you know, in the world together. And so Lake Superior is very, very deep and very large. It even looks like an ocean. You can't see the other side. And so to go there and when it's turbulent, allow your turbulence to go into the lake. The lake can take that. When it's calm, allow the calm from the lake to come into you, into your cells, into your being and calm you. So because we are you know, 75% plus water ourselves in our own bodies, we have access to the, the element of water within ourselves and outside of ourselves where we connect and find that inner dynamic of peace. One of the things that I'm calling it right now because of um, the body work that I do, which is a great set of two words, and that is dynamic poise. So you, the inner peace, when you feel that, those moments of calm and centered, relaxed, you're fully in your body, you're fully charged, you're conscious, you're awake and feeling alive and strong and valued and valuable, you know, that is dynamic poise. Dynamic because you're alive and poised because you're in that centered place. So that's been kind of the buzzword in my mind and in my work lately is dynamic poise. And that is akin to inner peace, that still point, that reset. You know, in the in my body work world, still point means that your body resets itself. So when you find that inner peace through any of these elements of nature, uh, then you can go into that stillness. You know, a fire, you know, Kelly and I spent time at a huge bonfire and everybody just was quiet, staring into the fire. And that's mm -hmm. what we do. 
Oh, I love a good bonfire, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially one that smells like lavender and sage like you had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that fire element is also in our bodies, right? It's the electricity in our bodies. And so we align with that fire element to to have it be a part of our inner peace connection as well. You know, so water and fire and, of course, earth which is the woods and the, the, the actual soil. I mean, when it's nice outside and you take your shoes off and you walk barefoot on that earth, uh, on that soil, on that ground, your body just resets and reboots itself. The electromagnetics in your body align with the electromagnetics of the earth. And that stillness and peace that the earth always offers can come right up through the bottom of your feet and just move right through your body. So that's another. And then, you know, the air element, the breath and the wind, you know, how many times when the wind is swirling and you go out and you just ask to let it all go, just let it all go and let that wind take take that away and cleanse you. So all of these natural elements can cleanse us and restart us so that we find that inner calm and inner peace that we, we so want as humans. We, we, we have it when we're babies, you know, and I go back to baby again because there are teachers and the animals have that inner peace. You watch a little baby and if it's upset, he or she will cry, 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 and then stop and then go right back to inner peace, you know, into that relaxation response. And so they're really our teachers. We kind of lose that as as we get older. And so, you know, watch the babies and watch the animals. Watch the bird just sitting in the tree. You know, watch the rabbit just sitting there eating the bird seeds that they continue to eat in my backyard. <laughs> They're eating and eating and eating those bird seeds. <laughs> Beautiful birds, by the way. <laughs> Beautiful um, rabbits and birds. So it's interesting because I think a lot of people out there, especially people living in cities, they forget that you can just go outside, find some nature, and relax and reset yourself, like you said. Because there's just so much noise, there's there's all of that stuff. And if you think about, um, let's just say New York City, I used to live there for a couple years back in the day, and um, Central Park is huge. People don't realize how big Central Park is, but Central Park is something that is literally needed in that city um, because because. It is a giant concrete place and you have to find a way to get out and walk and, and see nature and stuff like that. So whoever was the city planner for New York City, bravo, because Central Park is much needed in New York City. Uh, we were lucky enough to live right across from it. And um, Ian, especially my husband, he definitely needed that. Um, he, like, we would always go into the conservatory. It's this beautiful place. I believe it's on 77th Street on the east side. Um, but it's this beautiful, like, garden area. And we always used to go there and just kind of get away 
from all the noise. And I think that a lot of um, people, you know, should start realizing you have this stuff in your backyard. And even cities have parks everywhere. Um, If you're feeling this like extreme stress, extreme madness, go outside and take a reset. Get, you know, use the tools that we're telling you right now that, you know, Kim Key, the most wise of them all, um, just go out there and reset and just see what you have around you and get, grab that inner peace for at least for a little bit, you know? And even inside lighting a candle, Mm. lighting a candle and just watching the flame, even for five minutes, or if you have plants, you know, just sitting with the plant, just enjoying those plants, enjoying that quiet that they provide. There's a life form there that is, you know, alive and well, and yet it's not verbal, but there is consciousness and energy there, you know. Um, so th- I guess with the Central Park, too, there are oasises everywhere. They're inner peace oasises that we can seek out and that we can create in the cities throughout the world. You can always look at the sky. You know, mm-hmm. you can always look at the sky. And part of that process of uh, shifting our brains to that inner peace and calm is gaining perspective, right? Because perspective is everything. We we lose perspective and then we get anxious. But if you keep your perspective and you look at the sky, there are stars if you can see them, but it's still a big, vast space. The moon, if you can see it, and it makes everything take a little bit of a different turn as far as your perspective. There are millions of us and there are millions of stars and there are planets and there is this vastness of universe and universes and it helps to kind of put our lives into perspective a little bit and not get so um, detailed with the things that are going wrong. Like those mantras are oasises, a mantra of, of everything is working out for me. Um, I, I'm worthy. I, I, I love my, think of anything that you love. The, the level of appreciation and gratitude that you can feel every day is an oasis for inner peace. You know, that gratitude you can't really feel any other conflict when you're in a state of grace and gratitude. So I think it's a thing that we need to practice, you know, practice. Oh, I'm feeling conflict right now. I'd like to feel more peaceful. What's my oasis right now? What's my, I want to pet my dog. I want to pet my cat. want to ride my horse, want to light a candle, want to go for a walk and look at all the beautiful lights in the city want to go into the woods. There's just so much available, but we kind of, you know, we kind of forget that when we get into our routines and lose our perspectives a little bit. You know, you can really dig yourself in a rut um, with that negativity, that inner conflict, I'm not good enough, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. These like stories that you create in your head, you have to acknowledge it first of like, hey, wait a second. It's almost like you have to like snap out of it, you know? 
Right. And then you find that inner peace. There's a lot of people out there who I refer to as energy vampires. And they create the negativity. But in their minds, everybody else is creating it for them, right? Right. When you have negative energy and you're being negative all the time, negative things are going to happen to you, okay? My my advice and and Kim Key's advice, try to find that inner peace. Your life right. will be happier. Right. You don't need to be an energy vampire. Right. So, <laughs> and I'm done with my tangent. <laughs> so the the challenge for those of us that allow our energy to be taken by vampires, right? Yes, vampires, yes. That, I had to learn this. Is that we become aware that we're giving too much or listening too much or being there too much. And we need to develop our own sense of our own boundary and self uh, by by not. Because there is a law of attraction with somebody that's a giver and somebody that's a taker, right? So it's like a, a circuit so that if I run across somebody that is wanting my energy in a way that doesn't feel good to me, I have to look at my own self and go, well, what is my feed then? So to, to really examine your own inner thoughts and feelings and, and start to say to yourself, um, I, I can't help. I need to let go. And I want to define my own boundary and I can walk away or I can switch the subject, like have that level of self-responsibility in there so that, you know, there's been so many times in my life where I've walked away from a conversation and been exhausted. And then I know I just gave all my energy away and, and people will take it, you know? Um, so it's my job, um, and, and my responsibility for my own inner peace to find that peace within me and 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 do something uh, about the situation. I was at, in Sedona um, with a healing artist, and she mentioned something that kind of blew my mind. Um, with energy vampires, if you just pretend as though there's this plexiglass, right? Um, between you. Just pretend there's a plexiglass between you and that energy cannot bounce onto you, right? That's great. So that has really worked me because I am an empath. I get very affected by, you know, when the energy's off. So the plexiglass thing has helped me tremendously and it's just a visualization it's a I'm good not, tool. Yeah, it's a tool. Um, but if you guys are, if your listeners out there are, are very much an empath and you're getting affected by, you know, someone close to you, negative energy, think of that plexiglass um, that is between you and you can't let that affect you. Right. And then and then to go uh, another step to your our own selves, you know, how am I an energy vampire to my own self? Mm. And that is goes along with the inner peace. How am I in inner conflict, which is a vampire of my emotion, right? It's stealing my calm and 
and and how am I not? And so to look at that, those parts of us that don't want us to feel inner peace, don't want us to feel inner calm, don't want us to be all that we are. And it, it takes and it takes and it takes, you know, if something uh, affects you say, and you know how you try to process something and you go over it again and again and again in your head and again and again and again in your head and you keep repeating it, repeating it. Well, that's, that's uh energy vampire working within your own being. And so to say to yourself, okay, I'm going to think about this for five minutes and then I'm going to be done with it and have that structure and that perspective in your own life so that you put up your own plexiglass against your own negative thoughts and feelings as well. Wow. There you go. Blowing my mind again, Kim Key. <laughs> I didn't even think about the inner energy vampire. Wow. Yeah. I think a, another really big thing, uh, a very deep, deep thing having to do with our discussion today is our ability to love ourselves. And I mean, really taking a look at that, because I feel like that inner peace, that connection, uh, not creating vampires internally or externally, uh, has to do with self-acceptance and self-love of everything not to categorize what's right or wrong in my own brain, not to judge myself or others, just to be in this place of ease and grace that allows us to just be gentle and tender and loving toward ourselves. And then therefore we can be that way with others without giving ourselves away. And that's a fine balance. And we're not taught that. We're taught to give ourselves away or take from everybody else. And so to find that balance being between giving and taking and also just that, that, that sense of deep love for self. And if that's hard to do, then thinking about the deep love from from our spiritual eyes, like our guides, our our counselors, our angels, uh, God, goddess, all that is that spiritual, rich spiritual life that helps bring that inner peace and joy through us, to us, with us, in a very deep way, and we can call on that as well, um, because. I've always heard and know that if you do not call on your guidance, uh, they can't necessarily come as easily because we have free will in our world. We're a free will zone here. So we have to ask. So ask. I ask to not be my own energy vampire. I ask for inner peace. Not beseechingly ask. Not like, oh, please, you know. We're powerful people. We're empowered humans. You ask from a place of knowing. Uh, you ask from a place of expecting. I am inner peace. I am calm. I am. You know, that I am in front of anything is very potent. And it connects you with your spirituality and it connects you with your intention. And so you strengthen your spiritual muscles uh, and you strengthen your your perspective mind muscles, and you strengthen your physical muscles with the oases of nature and the sky and 
uh, the the elements. So you you just build this this toolbox for yourself um, that that helps in any situation. And you just pull out whatever tool, as long as you know, as long as we know we have a toolbox and as long as we know that we deserve a toolbox to use that helps us with every moment. You know, I, I just heard a very, very amazing, um, quote and I was at a silent retreat for a whole day, uh, which was great. Um, and you can imagine when you're silent for, you know, eight hours, how things bubble up in your own consciousness. And it was every moment is a world. Every moment is a world. Every moment matters. So when we look at that and feel that, there is this inner peace that comes along with that. Every single moment matters. Every single moment is a world in itself. And so where are our moments and how can we, you know, just juice up the moment? What matters? I matter. So it is this uh, connection between us and our outer world, the inner and outer world, that is so important to realize that what is my job? I want to help. I want to help humanity. I want to help humanity. What do I do? What do I do? Find the inner peace. Find the inner connection. Find the inner wisdom and the inner light and shine it and be it because that's really the, the individual jobs that we can do to help calm these choppy, choppy waters that we're in where everything is kind of in that shaky destruction phase and the calmer we are you know like the eye of the storm <laughs> that's my mantra i am the eye of the storm mm -hmm. i love that mm -hmm. and i love how you also touched upon the spiritual aspect mm -hmm. because that has a lot to do with finding peace anybody out there can obtain peace. Yes, absolutely. I feel pretty peaceful. I feel so peaceful right now. We all can get to these places of, of peace and joy, not all the time, but because the conflict is the contrast. We need it. We need that. We don't, you know, we don't necessarily want to be humans here just walking around all blissed out all the time. We need the grit. The grit helps us get to the peace. The grit helps us get to the grace you know? So, so be in the grit and then go to the grace. So there's this dance that we do within ourselves with contrast and harmony that is uh, really important. It's an important, uh, diverse uh, energy that is harmonic. You know, those notes that they play in, in music, some of them are very, very harmonic and some of them aren't. And that all blends to make a beautiful, beautiful sound. And that's what we are. We are vibration and we are sound and we are uh, available to have, you know, very peaceful sounds. And when there's non-peaceful sounds, we shift that music around so that we can just 
you know, bloom out the beauty of who we are, because that is why we're here on the planet. We're here on the planet to be the most, you know, amazing that we can be. And I want that for everyone. (laughs) I just want that for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. And like you said, life has a lot of challenges. It has a lot of struggles. There's a lot of obstacles, but that's, it's how you deal with it. Um, I think, and hopefully these tools that we're talking about can help others out there deal with it when you're in, when you're struggling and when you have some obstacles, it's life. That's just life. You know, it's not going to always be roses. No, you know? we do live in duality. You know, we, this is a duality. And that's uh, how you grow and, too. Right. You know, like that's how you grow. If you just had this like perfect sheltered life, I mean, how, like, first of all, it'd be kind of boring. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know, um, sometimes the struggles, you learn so much from it. And, uh, you know, it's always in hindsight, though. At the time, you know, it's like, wait, why, why is this? But then afterwards you're like, oh, that's why. Right. So. Yeah. So everything is a gift. Every single situation, every single person, every conflict, every peaceful moment, they're all gifts. And this life is a gift. It is a gift for us to, to be. And like you said, every moment counts. Yes. This moment counts. This moment counts right here. All right. Well, do we have any more nuggets that you wanted to go over or? I just think that those, the, the, one of the oasises of the mantras, I am relaxed. I am valuable. I am wholesome. I am safe. You know, just wanting to place the intention, even just in the beginning of the day, place the intention of what you want. And that kind of carries you through the day. The other thing I just wanted to pop in real quickly for the inner peace is the night, because that's when our bodies, you know, our consciousness leaves and we shut down. And so to, to have intention of feeling peaceful at night with good sleep and, and putting those words out in your mind or even out, you know, verbally, I, I am safe tonight. I, I will sleep good tonight. Um, I ask for healing tonight. Uh, I heard recently the night gives back more than the day takes away. So it's a rejuvenating, peaceful time. That's why we need it so much. Great way to end it right there. Yes. All right, everyone, all the listeners out there, have a great day or night or whatever time you're listening to this. And thanks for joining us. Please make sure to go and give us some five stars. All right. Those really do help in the podcast world. So, and review us if you want to say something nice, go ahead and make sure to subscribe because it'll pop up and tell you when we have our next episodes. Till next time. time. Oh, we said it at the same time. (laughs) Bye everyone. Bye.